Hey, this is Rick Renner, and I want to welcome you to Home Group. And once again, I'm in Tulsa. We're in the same shirt because we're doing these home groups all in one day. But I'm here with my wonderful son, Joel. Yeah, it is really good to be with you. Joel, isn't it good to be together? We've been together for three days. Yeah. And it is just a joy, honestly. I hope you enjoy your parents. Parents are such a gift. And I really enjoy being with you. I saw Mama last night. I hadn't seen Mama for four months. Now, that might be normal for many people, but not for me. And my heart just jumped for joy when I saw her at the airport. Well, my heart jumps for joy when I see your mother every day. I believe it. And Devin Howard's also with us. Devin? Yes, very nice to be with you, Pastor Rick. I've been looking forward to this. Well, we're glad that you're here. And you've probably become accustomed to seeing Devin on the daily Facebook page. And actually, Devin's been with our ministry, what, a little over maybe a year, year and a half? Close to a year. His wife, Zhenya, I first met your wife in northern Russia. That's the truth, yes. I was preaching in a church in the very, 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 very north of Russia. It's so north that in that conference, the Eskimos of the region, they're not called Eskimos, but that's who they were, they came to the meeting in their sleigh. And when I pulled up to the church, the sleigh was there with all the reindeer. And the Eskimos sang a worship song in that service. I had never seen anything like it in my life. They looked like Mexican jumping beans. I mean, just jumping up and down, up and down. It was amazing. Was it anointed? I don't know if it was anointed or not. (laughs) I was just amazed by how they were jumping. But anyway, I went to that church to preach. The pastor there is a very good friend of mine. His name is Vasily Vituk. I mean, one of my dearest friends in Russia. And his assistant came in to welcome me. Well, guess what? That assistant became his wife. That's wild. Who would have imagined? I'm telling you. That Zhenya from the north of Russia would be married to you and working in our Tulsa office. That's, that's only the Lord. That's very interesting. And today she helps us with our GNC, and which is the Good News Channel, which is the Russian channel, uh, our satellite network, which broadcasts to the entire planet, uh, 83 nations of the world, 24-7. And Virginia helps us in the Tulsa office, Joel. And you know, whenever we uh, took over this channel, we needed someone who was English speaking and Russian speaking to be in the United States for American time zone. And lo and behold, Virginia, who we knew had been here. And she came in and said, hey, do you need anybody like me? I mean, she was right on time. It was right on time. And that's a good lesson because when you begin something new, God will always bring you who you need. That's right. He always will. You always say, obedience is what works like a magnet. It does. It'll bring you the resources you need and the people you need. But then Devin came to work, and some time ago Devin came to me, and he was talking about his desire to teach on prayer and to really encourage people in the Word. And I thought, wow, this is also an answer to prayer because I wanted a younger face in our media to speak to people every single day besides me. And Devin, you are such a blessing. I appreciate that. And you're very comfortable with the camera. I I watch you every day. I listen to you to make sure I agree with what you're saying. (laughs) And I'm just amazed at how comfortable you are with the camera. A lot of people are afraid of a camera, but you're not. But I want to read a verse. The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 10, verse 18, and this really is the verse which the Lord gave to me and Denise when we left Arkansas. We never knew we were going to move to Russia. And the verse is, Yea, verily, their sound went into all the earth, and their words unto the ends of the world. 
Well, the ends of the world to me was Kansas. I thought, you know, if we went to Texas, that's a long way away. I didn't really think it meant the ends of the world, but there we are. You know what's funny? When I read that verse in Russia, they say, are you saying we're the ends of the world? (laughs) America feels like the ends of the world to us. So it doesn't matter where we live, we're reaching the ends of the world somewhere. But Devin's job in the ministry is to manage content. And in our ministry, we have a lot of content. That's the truth. You know, they say that when it comes to media ministry, content is King. king. What did they tell you, Joel? The quality of your content matters more than the quality of the filming the sound, it all matters. But what you teach is more important than anything else. And because people don't come to see a nice picture, they come to learn something. And so we have to make sure that our teaching is teaching people can trust. That's right. And that it's, it's solid because that's what people want. They want knowledge. They want the light of the Bible to, to change their lives. They don't come just to see a LED screen or lights or you know, all these wonderful tools. People need content. They need something to, for their life. They're coming, to, they're coming to get teaching. But think about it. We do all the filming in Moscow for my programs. And in, and in my programs, we have a lot of Greek. We've got a lot of definitions. And the people that are doing all that are Russian speakers, which means they don't have the ability to make sure that the English is right. Mm -hmm. So we send it all to Tulsa, the editorial then looks over everything, every once in a while they miss something, but not often. Then they gotta send it all back to Moscow. Our process is more involved than most daily TV programs because we've got two different languages going back and forth. And then when it comes to social media, Devin, what do you do? Well, I do. I work with uh, helping develop content for it. And what's interesting about it, if you've never worked in social media, you would think, you know, see a ministry page, uh, you would think it's very easy to do. But actually, when I started here, it's it's a lot of work and it really does take a team to really do it right. And so part of my responsibility, of course, as we do the so much programming um, is when you come on, um, I'm one of many here who um, greet you, uh, you know, let you know uh, how to get content, those type of things with your offers. Uh, so we just try to engage the audience, let them know that they're welcome, that they're valued, um, you know, with any prayer requests, we pray for them, uh, those type of things. And then also we help develop some of the content. So, um, you know, some of your transcripts and things that come in, we try to develop those into articles and blogs for the websites, uh, write up for posts, those type of things. And so we've got really a team that does that, 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 but that's probably my primary focus here at the ministry. Actually, I don't have anything to do with Facebook posts or Twitter or what else do we have, Instagram. Instagram, yes. I, I mean, it's all my material. I think every once in a while, you definitely post some things. Uh, not very often. Maybe occasionally, but there's I, very I, often. there's a lot of work to it. When I started, I, like I said, I mean, I never would have thought there was as, as much work. And I thought one person could do it. You're just coming up with a couple of graphics, a couple of posts, that type of thing. But I'm telling you to do it the way that we do it. It takes a team. It takes work. It takes a lot of eyes to do it, um, of course, in, 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 a, in a way of excellence. And actually, because we live in Russia, and Russia's under so many sanctions right now, right. we don't have Twitter. We don't have Facebook. We don't have Instagram. We don't have any of those. They're all forbid. They were all banned. And so my sister will call me Rhonda and she'll say, oh, Rick, thank you so much for what you put on Instagram today. I'll think, what's on Instagram? I didn't do it. I don't have any idea. I can't even look at it because of where I live. But our team does that. 
And of course, it's all my material, Absolutely. but I don't have anything to do with it. You guys just do an awesome job. But just think about it, if Napoleon Hill, if, I don't know if you're subscribed to his content, his material, he, has, he hasn't been around for a while. He's been dead for a long time. But he is still writing. Mm -hmm. He is still influencing people. Still speaking. He's still doing an amazing work. His team has just continued what he's doing. And that's the same principle here. It's all your material. Yeah. It's the knowledge you've received for years and years of study and just pouring your life into the Bible. And I'll tell you what's really helped it as well is to, of course, have the right people in place, but obviously it's the Spirit of God, it's the anointing. But uh, I can say about our social media team that we all really have the heart of this ministry. You know, we listen to you, we read your books. So it's very, it's very easy. I would say it takes work, of course, uh, to do it correctly, but it's very easy because we, we, we're in sync with you. And so we write in a way that we believe that you would write and it fits in with everything. But because we're so accustomed to your teaching, because we watch it, because we read the books like everyone else does, uh, we do it in that same spirit. So that's why people, that's why people may not know that you're not involved with that. And honestly, I don't know how you, you possibly could be because it's, it's just a whole thing. But um. Well, Devin, one thing that I do do is I found a way to get around the system. Is that right? How do you do that? I'm not going to tell you. Okay. <laughs> but I am able to access Facebook. That's the only one I can get to. And I always tell people that if they comment, That's I will right. read their comments. I really do. I mean, if there's 300 comments, I read every single comment. I do in the morning, I do in the evening because we have several uh, posts a day. And I go online, I'm looking to see what you have to say. I see that David Kennedy's there all the time. Yes, we know David. David's precious sister named D Dana, she's there all the time. I mean, I can go through the whole list of who's there. And it's really, it's like a, an online family. It is. And uh, your comments really mean a lot to me. But in addition to me reading, our team really responds to all those comments, right? You're the monitor of all We do. Time. We do the best that we possibly can with it. There may be one here or there that, that, that uh, I don't want to say falls through the cracks, but, but sometimes there's a lot. But we do our best to go through to read. If it's a prayer request, we pray for it. Um, if it's something very sensitive, we'll get it to the prayer team. It's touched, I can tell you that. And really what we try to do is just develop the community. You mentioned David Kennedy. We've got regulars. We know you. We're looking for you. We notice when you're not there. Uh, we love it when you're there. And one thing I really like and I notice a lot is when people have prayer requests, and we respond, of course, we pray. But I love it when the community responds as well. It's like we're getting into agreement. And I'll even say that a lot. We're so thrilled. Thank you all for praying for one another. So that really does my heart good to see that. But that's really what we want to do is just build that community. Uh, maybe you do have a church. You know, maybe some people don't have a church, but we want to have that community. And I think uh, I, I think we're really growing it. You know, we, we have a policy in our ministry, uh, in our partner care. I've always called it lavish care. I don't want to just take care of people. I want to lavishly care for people. And my mother really is the one that taught me to love people, that there's nothing more important than people. Today, my mother is in heaven, but my mother still greatly impacts my life. And there's nothing more important than God's people. And when they sit around the table, whether it's in a meeting or whether they've written a letter to us, to me, they've gathered around our table. And we have a responsibility to serve them and to serve them very well. There's not a greater honor than to serve God's people. And when people reach out to us, they really get touched. I mean, mm -hmm. they are really prayed for. Is it true? That's the truth. Absolutely. Even in our production department, where we mail out packages and letters and books and resources, uh, Dad has given us the mandate to pray for those packages. To lay hands on them. And we do.
We definitely do. You know, if, if the anointing could be transferred through Paul's garments in Acts chapter 19, then they could be con they can be conveyed through letters. I agree. And I believe that when that letter shows up, that the anointing of God shows up in that house. I really believe Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Well, how have you enjoyed doing the daily thing you're now doing on Facebook? I enjoy it a lot, you know, just getting on there. I love the subject of prayer. Prayer is really uh, just a part of my, my DNA, if you will. And uh, just the brief few moments, uh, really to be able to speak into people's life, to pray for people, um, you know, that's such a part of, of this ministry. And so it's another way to just connect people. And, uh, you know, like pa pa Pastor Rick said, there's, uh, you know, a team that we have here. So if you do have a need, we just want you to always be aware that, you know, you can always reach out to us, whether it's email. I say if you can call, that really would be the preferred way because it's just it, it, when you hear someone's voice, it's just so different. Yes. But regardless of that, that we believe, of course, you know, our emphasis on the Word of God, but really prayer as well. And so, um, I've en I enjoy doing it. I love the preparation of it. Um, you know, I've seen it, it touch people's lives, and, and, and that's really the purpose in all of it. How do you get ready for what you do on the post every day? Really, I, you know, just how I've, since I grew up in God, it's just I spent a lot of time with the Lord. I just fell in love with the Word of God. That's always been the foundation of my life. The Word became really the launch point for my prayer life, but I always just spend time but really personally for myself building up, that's just kind of how I am. I don't, I don't prepare really to minister. Um, I just prepare my heart. Me and the Lord are good. And then he'll, he'll drop something. I'll get a, I'll get a, um, I'll get divine inspiration. If you will, I'll get a leading to a scripture or a theme or something. And so I'm very prayerful in that. And I spend a lot of time praying because I, you could just come on and just regurgitate something, but I really want to get what the spirit of God wants to, to speak into people. What, what's your daily spiritual discipline? Like, how do you pray, read your Bible? What do you do? Well, I will say it's a little bit challenging. We've got a one-year-old, and so and we have mother-in-law here from Russia. So the dynamic of our family is a little bit different, but typically I'll get up earlier. I've trained myself to do that. I used to be a night owl, but I'll get up earlier. Um, I'll, very similar to you, actually. Now, I don't do the push-ups. Now, I need to really get going with the push-ups, but I'll, I'll have some coffee. I'll get my Bible out. I'll uh, settle myself. And, uh, you know, I'll just, I'll, I'll just, I'll just start praying, you know, I'll just, I may be really word heavy one day, or I'll just, uh, I'll just be a little heavier in prayer someday. I pray a lot in the spirit. I pray a lot in tongues. And, uh, so just really that combination and, uh, just set myself before the Lord and, and, uh, he'll give me some type of direction or minister to me. Most of the time it's not even for other people. It's really for me. But out of that, I realize if it's good for me, it's good for people. You know, my morning begins at seven o'clock at night. I go to bed at seven. Now, sometimes I'll go to bed at eight, but you want to hear what's funny? I'll say, Denise, would you please come to bed with me? And she'll say, Rick, I'm not going to bed at seven o'clock. I cannot go to bed. I said, Denise, please. I just tease her all the time about it. But I go to bed about seven, seven thirty usually. But I'm up at four. Mm -hmm. And when I get up in the morning, just like you just said, I put on my robe, let the dogs out. We have two dogs. They're two Sharpays, and they're named mighty and precious. So they are mighty precious. We love our dogs. Turn on the coffee pot, do my push-ups. By the time my push-ups are finished, my coffee's ready. Grab my cup, walk to my room where I pray and immediately read my Bible. And I have a rule that if there's no Bible, there's no food that day. That's good. I'm not going to treat regular food more important than I treat the intake of spiritual food. I read the Word. And then I check my emails and then I read your comments on Facebook every day. That's my procedure. And then I begin to study 
to get ready for filming the TV program. And usually by nine o'clock, I'm in my chair. You know, people who do things by emotion are not usually very consistent. Emotions are expensive. You have to decide how you use them. And I just, I'm just very consistent. Mm -hmm. Just, uh, I don't want to say that I'm robotic, but you know what? When God's called you to do something, you can't be led by your emotions. You just have to do what you do. But now, and I'm in the chair every day by nine o'clock. I look in that camera, say, hey, I've been sitting in this chair waiting for you. And I really mean that. But dad, you have a lot of emotion and you're a, you're very, your, your routine is solid. It is. But you are very- I have a lot of laughter, Joel. Yeah, you have, you're very enjoyable. Well, thank you, Joel. So I like your emotion. But I don't allow my emotion to dictate my life or my schedule. And I have to say, I think over the years, you just gotten more and more enjoyable. Well, <laughs> what does that mean? It means that, you know, there have been times when not so enjoyable. But dad, honestly, right, you're just wonderful. I enjoy being with you. Joel, thank you. You know, we have, we have, we have a wonderful family, great upbringing. It's just, I think as people get older, and wiser, you just get more solid. You get more of who you are. And I just think you're wonderful. Thank well, you. Thank you. I think as you get older, if God's done a work in your life, you become more comfortable with who you are. That's mm -hmm. good. So it's, it's a good thing. Yeah. Like but, but Devin, I'm so grateful for what you do in this ministry and that the Lord brought you and Jenya here. I'm grateful to be here. I never would have imagined. I'm from Alabama. The thought of marrying a Russian woman, if I'd have thought 10 years ago I was going to marry a Russian, that was the furthest thing from my life. From, from uh, from my mind, I thought I would have got a you know a Southern Belle or something like that. But uh, it's just funny how the Lord worked that out. We meet in Tulsa. She works here, and then I eventually come here. It's just have you learned have Lord. you learned any Russian? Enough to speak to our dog. We uh, our dog. Now here's a funny story. We, our dog migrated. We we joke about this. Our dog migrated here from uh, from Russia. And so when they come over, she brought the dog when we got married. When her mother came for the that first dog time. Came from Disney yes, that is correct. And it's funny because they do, you know, you got to have your vet records and, and so forth, but they make it kind of look like a passport. So like on the front of it, it's got it's a picture of the dog. It's, it's a dog passport. passport. So my joke is it's, we, we have an immigrant dog, and but she she's bilingual. So she's learned English, but uh, primarily Russian. So I've got a few Russian commands, not as much as I should. And what's funny is Maxim's on me about it all the time. He's like, you have a Russian wife. You have no excuse not to know Russian. So that's true. But especially having a son now because he's starting to, mm -hmm. to speak. You know, okay, that's the question. Are you going to teach your son any Russian? Absolutely. That's the perfect age for it. So we figure, you know, it's part of his Russian heritage and he's growing up in America. It's really, they say, the best time to do that. So that tells me that I really do need to get on my Russian. So, But I, I can say, um, and I say this a lot to the dog, Shaspaluchish. <laughs> when it doesn't listen, you're gonna that get means it. you're going to get it. Yeah, get and it. so <laughs> that's about the extent. Just a few things here and there. <laughs> that's funny. Well, the main thing I say to my dog is, Idi come ya. Come to me. Come to me. I love my dog. Begum, begum. I do that. But anyway, we're glad you're with us. And we just wanted you to meet Devin because Devin is becoming a big part of what we do in speaking to you. And, you know, in Proverbs 10, 21, it says, the lips of the righteous feed many. I just love that verse. And that's our assignment. We don't feed pe people physical food, but spiritual food. And it's a privilege that we can speak to you. And we're glad that you're here with me, Joel, and Devin. Thank you for being with us. And remember what Devin said. If you reach out to us, you really will be touched and you'll be responded to. So let us know how to pray for you. Bless you. Bye-bye.
If you enjoyed that teaching, please subscribe, like, and comment so more people can see it.